Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, and I'm here to chatter. I hope I get to brighten your day. I love to gossip after a long day of taking care of things down here on me Florida farm. Anyway, first up, it's great to be with you again. Thank you so much for your lovely comments and messages. Today, I want to natter about a few things, but first up, I need to mention that I don't talk about the news and current affairs. We're all sick and tired of it. And you know, you don't want me reminding you of everything else you've already seen and heard. Me show's here to give you a break from it all. A good laugh, even if it is only once a week on a Wednesday. (laughs) By the way, you can always listen to all me shows again at the website, nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. Oh, everything I mean you to. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show. And you can't miss this. Well, me lovelies, we've reached the end of season two, and I'm still here. <laughs> well, well hope not. <laughs> anyway, this week, and as me young neighbour Alice would remind me, we're in the sign of Aries. And that means me old mum, Nan Natter, is turning 96. Yep, 96 years old. And she doesn't look a day over. Well, let me see, um, well... So we say 205? <laughs> Nan remembers less as time goes on. Well, about last week that is. But not 50 years ago, when everything was better and less stressful, according to her. Well, they say time's an healer, don't they? Yeah. One thing she never forgets, though, is her birthday. And she arrives with a list of birthday wishes, long enough to please, you know, the average five-year-old. <laughs> Top of the list is a muscly male stripper, dressed like a firefighter. Oh, how original. (laughs) Well, if I do come through with that request, it's on the condition he puts her out quickly. (laughs) And not with his O's. Maybe I'll find one with a thick skin, that is. No, no, no. In the metaphor... I'm not in the metaphorical way, you know, uh, skin, you know, thick, so she can't get her claws in him. <laughs> the weird thing about Nan is that she can't really do much different for her birthday, you know. I mean, I might need a firefighter, yeah, to put out that many candles on the cake. <laughs> she hasn't got enough puff to do it herself, see. Add to that, nobody except the wife will eat it after. You know, when Nan's hit it with her halitosis and nicotine breath. (laughs) Anyway, I'm talking about drinking. You know, she does that every day. So maybe a change. She could uh, celebrate her birthday. Sober. (laughs) (laughs) A likely thought old Nan's been boozing for nearly 90 years. Yep, she started young. On a thing called scrumpy. Yeah, and in case you don't know what that is, I'll tell you. It's a kind of rough apple cider, the alcoholic kind, made on the old farms in the southwest of old England. Of course, since then she's moved on. I don't mean just here to Florida. No, no, no. She's up the power to whiskey. <laughs> Staying on the subject of old Nan. Sure, it's a nasty thought, but... Uh, her Vegas witchcraft winnings are a big topic this week with her and the wife, Elsie. Yup, they're making plans to head back to the desert and have another go. Oh. See, Nan feels rich and Elsie feels lucky. <laughs> and there, we am worrying about spending eight bucks a week on the lotto. 
They're looking at the best flight sea and I just can't see Nan on a plane. She hates rules and still expects plenty of free alcohol for one. <laughs> well, the wife needs two seats and plenty of free food. <laughs> In my opinion, I think they should take the old uh, Greyhound bus, you know. That way, they'll be gone for longer. 62 hours. A load of stops and four transfers each way. Hmm, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> oh, not to me. With any luck, they'll miss the transfer and get stuck in Oklahoma. <laughs> or accidentally make an ass of themselves and get on one of those Mexican buses. Yep, heading down to South to Tijuana. Oh, where they'll end up being gamefully employed as mules on the journey back. Oh, <laughs> This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. On the subjects of nightmares, I've been having these really weird dreams recently. Oh, I reckon there's something in the air. Yep, something different. And I'm not talking about Ding Dang being my nearest neighbour now. <laughs> oh no, mind you, you can never be sure you know what he's burning or smoking. <laughs> the nightmares I have are often about bringing new guests on me show. Yep. Guests, yeah, you wouldn't believe that, would you? But uh, I get requests every week. Anyway, you see, it's not them that bother me. Oh, no, no. It's uh, them having to come to the farm and face everyone here. <laughs> Willie Felsey is one thing, but old Dan, as you know, has a predatory nature. And that could spell disaster. In her case, it's spelt M-E-N. <laughs> Me dog Clay's got problems, oh dear. The flea count is up, but worse still, the ticks are back. Yep, mostly on Clay's back. <laughs> I don't see him until he look like fat, overripe grapes. Oh dear. Me farm cat young Charles is dodging most of it, so he's still in hiding from me daughter Dolly's pet ram. <laughs> As you know, me lovely vegan neighbour young Alice has been inviting me over to her farm for coffee and vegan cake once a week. Very nice. <laughs> well, I wandered over to see her and catch up. She tells me there's a full worm moon. Oh, we said to her, don't mention worms, you know. <laughs> me dog Clay, you know, he's got them again. And it has nothing to do with the moon. Oh no, I reckon uh, he's been eating the wife Elsie's leftovers again. Oh dear. Alice reckons it's a good time to clear out the winter things and start again. Well, winter in Florida only seemed to last about three weeks anyway. So not much really changes. But on the way out, young Alice's place, you know, she says to me, I should be busy sowing me seeds for summer. Oh dear, well, it seemed like a nice idea. But I'm going to hang on to me seeds for now, I said. <laughs> yep, as I coloured up and <laughs> walked out the door. Oh dear. Me visits to Alice are getting more like close encounters with the vegan kind. <laughs> and one day, I'm not going to make it out of there in one piece. Well, at least I can sing secretly hope so. <laughs> This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Well, my lovelies, I'm always getting nice messages from you, my listeners. But from time to time, I get an old question too, and I'm featuring them in my shows. Now, I've kind of merged them with me agony uncle thing. Yup, 
Well, oh dear, the questions keep pouring in. But here they are. A few will really make you think. I've got it all here, you know, on the Ned and show. <laughs> right then, the first up is an agony question, and it comes from Alan in Augusta. Poor old Alan suffers from anger. Well, I suppose we all do from time to time. I get me days, and as time goes on, I'm more tolerant of some things, and less of others. Anyway, Alan tells me he bought a self-help book online called Anger Management, and it's written by A. Another Useless Expert. <laughs> but when it arrived, it had a stink of that horrible air freshener. You know, like everything smells these days of it. Oh, makes me sick, eh? And that made him angry. Yep. When he opened up the book, two pages were missing too, which made him angrier still. So last, and most certainly worst, he did some research and found out the author had earned his degree online by shelling out 69 bucks. <laughs> now he's asking me what he should do. Well, he reckons he's ready to explode. <laughs> oh dear Alan, well, you know, I really sympathise and empathise with you there. You know, I found that after doing my book review for a while, the best way to soothe your angst with something really bad is quite simple. Now, you take this little bit of advice and everything will be fine. Right then, just take that book outside. Yep, outside is always best. After all, there's more oxygen out there, isn't there? <laughs> Next up, soak that book in gasoline. Yep, even the cheapest grade will do the trick. Stand clear and project your anger towards that pile of wasted paper. <laughs> then the grand finale. Yep, light it up with one of them extra long matches. <laughs> now watch it. Mm, very nice. Look, look at those wonderful flames. Oh, <laughs> feel like a change of personality, don't you, when you see that? Oh, yeah, now that's what I call self-help. <laughs> <laughs> the second question comes from Massey in Middlefield, Massachusetts. It concerns classic cars. Very nice. And she loves her 1959 caddy. But she just read an article about how this company is doing electric conversions on classic cars. Worse still, the practice is about to grow 500% just in this year. Ooh. Well, Marcy, first of all, don't panic. I did my research. And that 500% actually means only five more cars. <laughs> this year, yep, five. After all, what kind of moron rips out a wonderful throaty V8 and replaces it with something that sounds like an electric wheelchair or a golf cart? <laughs> you don't take golf carts on the freeway, do you? Well, come to think of it, you probably don't take your 59 caddy on the golf course. <laughs> I think we need some separation here, don't you? Next is a surprise question from Sydney in Seiko, Maine. Hmm. He's disturbed by something he read last week. Well, it's a bit of a subject that we don't normally cover on the Ned Nat show, but we'll delve into it just for Sydney's sake. Yep. Penises are getting smaller because of pollution. That's what the article said. As I said, I didn't really want to delve into it on me Ned Nat show here, but you know, Sid's a kind of desperate man. 
so I'll give him a chance. He reckons his is getting smaller every week. Mm. Yep, he lives next door to one of them huge power stations. And after reading this article, he's decided to blame the coal burner for it. You know, the reduction. Oh dear, Sid. And you're looking for my advice. Well, actually, I heard this equipment size reduction phenomenon is only happening with newborns, not the existing population. So you could consider moving house anyway, or try measuring it. You know, in metric, so, you know, after all, they're two and a half centimetres to an inch. <laughs> yeah, sure, it sounds a lot better that way, doesn't it? A lot bigger. Mm. If things get worse, maybe you should be chatting to a doctor and not a farmer, Sydney. <laughs> Your next question is a bit more in me league and concerns ends. Mm. It comes from Julia Jones in Jacksonville, Florida. Yep, just up the road. And she's terrified. Why? Well, Julia likes to sunbathe in the nude, and the hot sun sure arrives earlier in Florida. <laughs> she reckons she was laying outside lapping up the sunshine when she heard a weird clucking noise, and her ends were approaching fast. Their neck feathers were all ruffled up, and they were giving her the evil eye. Ooh. She got up and ran indoors, but they followed and waited right by the door for her. Oh dear. Anyway, Julia wants to know what they were thinking. Mm. Oh well, my dear, well, I'm not a mind reader, but all I can say is you can never really guess what Anne's thinking. Nope. But the thing they do think about the most is food. Yep, their beaks are never out of it. <laughs> so, Julia, I don't want to worry you too much, but let me tell you the truth here. Right? See, you were lying down, not upright like they usually see you. Yep, your eyes were closed, enjoying that lovely sun. Yep. The hens had one thing in mind. They thought you were dead, and they were planning on eating you. <laughs> see, hens are not really birds at all. They are miniature raptor dinosaurs that never went extinct. They're always ready to devour anything and everything in their path. And they, whatever looks even remotely like food, well, uh, they'll have a go. <laughs> Last up this time, I've got a weird question. It bothers me in more ways than one. It comes from Bill in Biloxi, Mississippi. Hmm. And Bill's concerned about this weird project where they plan to dump huge quantities of chalk in the atmosphere to slow down global warming. Oh dear. You know, Bill, I prefer blue skies to white myself, so I understand why you're worried. You know, all that chalk flying through the air can't be good either. On the other hand, I'm not new to flying chalk. Oh, no, no, no. When I was an Ipper at school, we had a particular teacher, yep, and he was an excellent shot with flying chalk. <laughs> if you weren't paying attention, he'd send it your way like a speeding bullet. <laughs> Ouch, yep, never missed. Anyway, this crazy project Bill is chatting about is much worse. They're sending up a balloon full of chalk dust and then letting it go. Oh dear. I can think of better ways of helping the environment, can't you? I just hope they don't get the calcium carbonate mixed up with cocaine or something. You know, we're all out of our heads like that. Only pretty quick. 
that's it on my questions this time. But before I leave the subject, I just want to mention something that's troubled me for a very long time. Yep. Why is it that the folks that moan about the environment the most are always the people that have spent their entire lives before that polluting it the most? Rich people, big factories, private jets, six houses and ten fast cars. Hmm, interesting, eh? Most of them have spent their entire lives making more pollution in one day than the average person could produce in 5,000 years. This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can always find me and my shows at nednat.com. I got my special feature again. Yep, it's called Anomalies from Around the World. And no, I'm not talking about myself, thank you. <laughs> this time, though, it's much closer to home. Yep, the Easter egg hunt. Hmm. But first, let me summarise for our overseas listeners and atheist friends out there. What happens is a bunch of people climb around searching for a couple of missing Easter eggs. Yep, the chocolate kind. Yep. Sometimes they take hours and hours and hours, but they don't need they don't realize, you see, that the local grocery store, yep, they've got hundreds of them. You don't have to search at all. Oh no, you just look for the seasonal items aisle and there they are. More than you can count or eat. Much easier, eh? <laughs> By the way, me blind neighbour, old Lonnie's settled in well with old Fred the Swinger come nudist. Oh dear. Lonnie enjoyed his first swinging club event, but I didn't really want to hear the gory details. Oh dear. Added to that, old Fred thought he was in luck this week when he read a post in his social media feed revealing the dirtiest fashion websites. Ooh, old Fred clicked away, didn't he? You know, naturally a pervert like him is the ideal candidate for clickbait. <laughs> Why? Well, he thinks only about one thing. And you don't need me to say what it is. Anyway, the article wasn't full of half-dressed models after all. No, oh, no, it was about the carbon footprint the top fashion websites are responsible for. <laughs> it was an environmental message. <laughs> oh dear, old Fred was disappointed, wasn't he? <laughs> he was open for the other and ended up with carbon instead. <laughs> Better luck next time, Fred. <laughs> this is Ned Now here with the Ned Now Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednow.com. Rush, me neighbour, and part time incontinent political commentating neighbour has always got something to say, and he's more confident about chatting longer with that porter potty in the front yard. He heard me mention the note I'd received about electric cars, and he agreed with me on the hideous thought of replacing a classic car engine with an electric motor. And you know, Rush actually owns a golf cart. Yep, I think it's close to a uniform for someone like him. <laughs> His one looks like a mini pickup truck, though. You know, he's got a special kind of one. Mm, could be useful to tow his toilet around. <laughs> anyway... Rush is distressed. Yup, he says electric cars are a dangerous Democrat invention. He reckons it's like what happened recently with the election, see? Sure, you can't hear them coming up behind you, and before you know it, they've overtaken you. And that's what <laughs> Constitutional or legal, he reckons. Oh dear. <laughs> Before I could get a word in, Rush started telling me about how he's having a bad week. Yep. He's, his granddaddy's Confederate War mon Monument statue, you know, in Tennessee, oh dear, is now only a foot high. 
Mm. Oh dear. Yep, that's all that's left. Just the feet. <laughs> Poor old Rush needed more than his usual flush after learning that hard truth. Poor old mucker. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Obviously, you'll recall how we long lost relative Skip Nair showed up unexpectedly at the farm and stayed well. He usually thinks he can talk anybody into anything, but this time around, I've got a great surprise for him. Yep, April Fool's Day is going to be a perfect opportunity to tell him the feds are waiting for him at the farm gate. <laughs> I just hope he runs in the opposite direction and never comes back. <laughs> Then if he ends up asking one of Ding Dang's relatives for an hot car, yep, hot car, they'll probably bring one that spent a week in the sun, or one with no AC. <laughs> As usual, old Skip's reminded me of another con man. Mm, that's right, the agent, 50%. And he's lined me up with a new ad this week, and it's very topical, so uh, here goes me lovelies. Are you a regular prankster? Yep. Do you want to make April Fool's Day go off with a bang like never before? <laughs> well, call us at here today gone in two minutes. Yep, we're pranksters like no other. And everything will be done and dusted by midday. Yep, the joke's on them. We specialise in total home clear outs, missing cars, trucks, boats, RVs, the lot. That's provided they're free and clear. You'll just love our pranks. One minute it's there, and within no time our team of experts will whisk the lot away. What a prank. Professional fees? Yup, guarantee your fool will be perfect. Just send the keys to our secure mailbox address and pay online with any major credit card. You're gonna love this. Visit us today at cleanedoutfool.net or call us on 1900. Fooled. Hmm. Maybe I should get them to take away the wife's make microwave and freezer. Hmm. They're not free and clear though. Oh no, they're encumbered by her all the time. Oh dear. This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Whichever way you dice it, the Ned Nat Show is unpasteurized and unfiltered. That's all my lovelies. And on that note, I better go. So until next time, I'm Ned Natter. Just remember, farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us you wouldn't have anything to eat. And without me, your Wednesdays wouldn't be so much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can always find me and my shows I said at nednatter.com, along with me social media links. Come by and say hi. All my new shows are going up on YouTube too now, so you can subscribe there if you like. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you, and I hope you'll join me on the next Ned Nat show. So until then, keep a smile on your face, think positive, and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, my lovelies.